Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Welcome to Simply Holy, the podcast for people who want to live a joyful life in Christ. Hey, I'm Marge Steinhag-Fenlon, and I am super excited to have you here with me today. We're going to be talking about our hearts. Now, we just had Valentine's Day, so we're not going to be talking about chocolate hearts per se, not like that, not that kind of heart, not that be my Valentine card kind of heart. No, no, no. Our our hearts in the sense of our, our spiritual hearts. So I have a question to pose to you, or maybe a statement for you to react to, and that is this. God desires an empty heart. Does that sound strange? Me, normally, we think of hearts full of love for God or a heart full of joy, a heart full of hope, a heart full of faith, on and on, a heart full of something in relation to God, but a full heart. But I'd like to pose to you the suggestion that God desires an empty heart. And do you know who had the emptiest heart of all human beings? I think that this will surprise you. That is our Blessed Mother Mary. So you're probably thinking, Marge, have you lost it? Have you lost Like, how can her heart be empty? Well, here is what I mean by this, because this is, this is amazing. And now, I cannot take full credit for this. I refer you, and I, I so encourage you to read this book. It's The World's First Love by, by Reverend um, Venerable Fulton Sheen. It is, it's an old book, been around for ages. You can still get copies. It is fantastic because the, the subtitle is A Moving and Eloquent Portrayal of Mary, Mother of God. And oh my goodness, it certainly is moving and it definitely is eloquent. So, so Fulton Sheen is talking about the Blessed Mother's empty heart, that God desired an empty heart. 
Now, here's what he meant by that, Fulton Sheen being the he. A heart that is empty of self, not a lonely heart. There's a difference there. Not a blackened heart that has lost all hope. No, no, no. A heart that is empty of self. He calls it empty like a flute on which he might pipe a tune. Interesting, huh? Not lonely like an empty abyss, he says, that's filled with by death, but the emptiest heart in that it was completely empty of self and ready to be filled by him in the way that he desired. I think that is a remarkable thing and something that I had never, ever thought about before. I never looked at my heart like that before. Is it empty? I'm, I was, I'm always asking myself, is it full of love? Is it full of contrition? Is it, you know, all of these things that I think would honor God, but I never thought about yearning for, praying for, asking for an empty heart. Because if my heart is completely empty, completely empty of self, and I am open to God's grace, then what's going to fill my heart? What's going to fill my empty heart is God, God's grace, his presence. That's a phenomenal gift. But he can only completely fill our heart if we first empty it of self empty it of sin, empty it of pride and, and selfishness and all of those things that block the grace of God from filling our heart, an empty heart. Think about that, especially as we're, you know, we're not that far from Lent. So this is going on my, my to-do list, my pre-Lent to-do list. And that is to empty my heart, to pray, to do some penance ahead of time, and to ask God for a truly empty heart so that it's ready to be filled during Lent with his goodness, his presence. Now, something else that, that Fulton Sheen has in this book, in this particular chapter, which he called the Song of the Woman, which is just so beautiful. The Song of the Woman, that's, that's mag- the Magnificat of our, our Blessed Mother. But he talks about, I've never, here's another thing that I've never, never heard of before. And that is Mary's Eight Beatitudes. Have you ever heard that before? Yeah, I bet you have not, unless you are an avid Fulton Sheen fan. I am, but even with that, uh, I've never run across this before. Her eight beatitudes, and if you will bear with me uh, during the podcast, I re- I want to I want to give these to you, and you you can find them for yourself in the book. It's again, it's the the chapter, the song of the woman. The reason I'm not giving you a page number is because I have a a way old copy that I got. I don't know, probably either from a relative or a secondhand store. So any copy that you would have would have different page numbers. I can almost guarantee it, but unless unless by chance. But anyway, 
So Mary's eight Beatitudes, I think these are so cool and so beautiful and something for us to strive for with our empty hearts. You see, that's, that's, the, that's the key here is to, to approach these with an empty heart, which is exactly what Mary had, a heart that was completely empty of self or any kind of selfishness. So the first is, blessed art thou because full of grace. Blessed art thou because full of grace. So that, that's from, obviously, uh, Angel Gabriel, Archangel, sorry, Gabriel, when he appeared to her at the Annunciation, because full of grace. Second one is, second beatitude of Mary, blessed art thou, for thou shalt conceive in thy womb the Son of the Most High God. Mary's second beatitude, blessed art thou, for thou shalt conceive in thy womb the Son of the Most High God. Who else? Who, can, who else could say that about themselves but our Blessed Mother? The third beatitude, Blessed art thou, Virgin Mother, for the Holy Spirit will come upon thee, and the power of the Most High shall overshadow thee. Yes, blessed. Blessed art thou, Virgin Mother, for the Holy Spirit will come upon thee, and the power of the Most High shall overshadow thee. Now, we can't replicate what happened to Mary. We shouldn't even try. But I can see some wisdom for us in this so that if we have that empty heart, we empty our hearts of self, we open it to the possibility that the Holy Spirit would overshadow us in the sense of filling us with his gifts. And so, so to speak, taking over our hearts and claiming them for God. And the power of the Most High shall overshadow thee. What a beautiful prayer that would be. No, if we prayed to the Holy Spirit and asked if the power of the Most High, if he could overshadow us, overshadow our hearts. How awesome. Just awesome. Okay, the fourth beatitude. Blessed art thou for doing God's will. Be it done unto me according to thy word. Almost certainly blessed was our, our, our dear mother for doing God's will. Well, us too, I mean, not in the same sense. I just want to make sure, I want to keep saying that because we can't even get close to the perfection of the Blessed Mother. But I think we could and should make this beatitude our own in the sense that if we do God's will, truly God's will, we will be blessed because his will always brings blessings every single time. You know, on our lips should be a constant prayer, be it done unto me according to thy word. According to thy will, we could, we could make it more specific to our own situations. Be it done unto me according to thy will. How beautiful if we made that beatitude our own. The fifth one, blessed art thou for believing. Now that was, that was Elizabeth's words to the Blessed Mother. Blessed art thou for believing. Now think about that one. How, how's your faith, my friend? 
because mine, mine sometimes wanes. It, um, you know, I in my head I've got faith, and I know what all of the commandments are. I know what's in the Bible. I know what God's promises are, and and on and on. Do I feel that? Do I really believe that? Do I really, really believe in God? Do I really trust in him completely, front to back, up and down, in and out, in all things? Blessed art thou for believing. Do I believe in God's power even when the world is falling down around me? Do I believe in God's power when I look at my life and it seems like it's a shambles? Do I believe in God's power when someone I love dearly completely turns from God and chooses a life of mortal sin? Do I believe in God when terrible crises happen? Maybe I lose my job, I lose my house, I lose my health. Do I still believe in God? You can, I can, we can, if we start with an empty heart, a heart that is completely empty of self and self-will. Okay, let's move on to beatitude number six. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Now that's again from Elizabeth. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Now, not in any possible way, especially Guys, I can imagine you're doing a head scratch and going, okay, yeah, I don't have a womb. But but we do in a in a sense, there, you know, I often in my speaking engagements, I talk about the womb of the heart. Guys, even you have this. The womb of the heart. In other words, there's a special place for our Lord in your heart that nurtures his presence, that that tends to his presence and and cares for and protects his presence there just like the womb of a mother protects the unborn child that's the womb of the heart and that is definitely something we can and should strive for blessed is the fruit of thy womb so so maybe i could change this for you and i and blessed is the fruit of my womb of the heart. Hmm? And that fruit would be Jesus and his grace. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb. So, seven, blessed art thou among women. Okay, now, clearly, we cannot emulate this. The Blessed Mother was, sing, is, still, was and is, singular in her perfection in her remaining pure, her not having been stained by original sin. All right, so there's no equivalent there. We can't, we can't be blessed among women. Guys, you can't be blessed among men. Not in the same sense that our Blessed Mother was blessed among women, but Absolutely, we can be blessed among human beings in the sense that we have faith in God, that we believe in God, 
that we follow God's will, that we openly profess the Christian faith, that we openly live our Christian faith, and that we will not surrender it for anything. That, that, my friends, guys, that makes you blessed among men. Women, that makes you blessed among women. What we need to be striving for is to have exemplary faith, faith to the nth degree, exemplary Christian principles, exemplary obedience. That's what it's all about, dear friend. That's what it's all about. Blessed art thou among men. Blessed art thou among women. If you don't like the, well, I know I'm not doing the pronoun thing. Men and women. Men and women. Think about that. Are you blessed among men, guys? Are you blessed among women, ladies? You should be in the sense of your faith. All right, finally. Blessed art thou for the message that was brought to thee from the Lord shall have fulfillment. Well, think about, I mean, <laughs> I think I think that's a no-brainer. I think that's pretty clear that we could directly take that beatitude and point blank apply it to our lives, apply it to ourselves. So <clears throat> I'll read it again. Blessed art thou, thou I'm sorry, Blessed art thou for the message that was brought to thee from the Lord shall have fulfillment. Okay, so unless you are a mystic, and I don't know about that, most likely you didn't receive any messages from God through an angel. I mean, I understand people do sometimes kind of get these, you know, God speaking in your heart. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like with the Blessed Mother what happened there at the Annunciation, where an actual angel appears and says, hey, God says this and this and that. We need you. Would you please be Christ's mother? Okay, that's that's pretty much what they're talking about in regard to the Blessed Mother in this beatitude. Blessed art thou for the message that was brought to thee from the Lord shall have fulfillment. So obviously what what Gabriel said to the Blessed Mother, what he he predicted happened and came to fulfillment in Jesus Christ and the passion, crucifixion, and the, the resurrection. All right, but but for you and I, for you and I, blessed art thou for the message that was brought to thee from the Lord shall have fulfillment. What's the message? What is the greatest message ever brought to you? I know the greatest message ever brought to me is my Catholic faith. My Catholic faith is, is the greatest message ever brought to me. And it was brought to me by now you could by God. I mean, I, I, I know through my parents, through my baptism, through the amazing Catholic teachers, school teachers I had, through the awesome and holy priests and sisters, religious sisters that I've had in my life. Okay, yes, on a very superficial level, on a very human level, yes. The, 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 the message was brought to me from God, the message of my faith, my Catholic faith. But, but really, who instigated that? 
who initiated in these people? Who, who, who encouraged, who put that thought in the hearts of my parents to baptize me and raise me Catholic? All right, God. So do you see where, what I mean by that? It always, always, always comes from God. Your faith, my friend, your faith always comes from God. People are the instruments. They are the secondary causes. God is the primary cause. I've spoken about that a number of times in podcasts and also speaking engagements. God is the primary cause. Then the people are secondary causes. They carry out God's will. All right, but blessed art thou. So let me, let me put this in, in you and I language, all right? So blessed are you. For the message that was brought to you from the Lord will be fulfilled. If you have that empty heart that we started with at the beginning of this podcast, your heart is completely empty of self and open for God so that God can fill it completely. Every tiny space in your heart that he could fill it completely and that because of that empty heart now filled only with God, his will can be, should be, will be completely fulfilled in your life. That is astounding. That is absolutely astounding. I mean, my friends, I you know, I, I, we've got our work cut out for us because these are high goals. I know that, but I also know they are goals that you can strive for, and I highly encourage you to strive for them, because with God's grace, all things are possible. God makes everything possible. If we pray for this, God will grant it to us if it's holy and good and according to his will. And how could asking for more faith, asking for hearts empty of self, how could that possibly go against his will? The message that was brought to thee from the Lord shall have fulfillment. Remarkable, remarkable passage. And again, the book that I got that from is uh, Venerable Fulton Sheen's The World's first love. It's it's on our blessed mother. It's awesome. Now, my friend, it's time to close the show already. That went ever so fast. So I ask you, if you could please subscribe to my podcast, share it with others, share it with others so that they could discover for themselves their own personal eight beatitudes based on the blessed mother's eight beatitudes. Please check out my website, margefenelin.com. There you can find out about my upcoming speaking engagements. I've got, I've got a few. I've got 2023 is filling up nicely. So check it out there. You can also find my books, my religious items in my bookstore and gift shop. You can find my blog. My blog is there. My other Simply Holy podcasts, my YouTube videos, which are becoming they're actually increasing in popularity, and I'm thrilled. So you can check out my YouTube channel. And I ask that you subscribe to my website, margefenelin.com. 
When you subscribe, you will immediately receive a download for my ebook, Nine Prayers I Say Every Day. They're awesome prayers. You don't have to say all nine every day, but use them as fits your life. But they are valuable, valuable prayers for your spiritual growth. And you will also receive my weekly newsletter. It's really, it's a weekly reflection. It's not even a newsletter. It's, I work hard to give you something fulfilling and that will really help you to grow closer to our Blessed Mother and her son, Jesus Christ. So it's all there, marchfenelin.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. I love, I love spending this time with you. And I will be praying for you over the course of the next week. Do remember to drop your prayer requests. There's a a slot in the menu at the top of my website. So marchfenland.com. Give me your prayer requests. I do pray for them. I write them into my little prayer request book. And they get prayed for every day. So my friend, may God bless you. May our Blessed Mother Mary protect you. And please remember that the only thing getting in the way of your becoming holier is the obstacle that you put in your own path. God bless you. 